Beatrice, do you know who sponsors Dad's show? Who's Dad's friends that have the cool Disney YouTube videos? Do you know who they are? Jordan and Cameron. Jordan and Cameron. Do you know what they're called? What their channel's called? Theme Park Brothers. The Theme Park Brothers, right? They're on YouTube. They have the coolest Disney videos. They look at the resorts. They go and see all the parades. They go to all the parks in Florida, right? Again, who? what's their names? What's the boys' names? Jordan and Cameron. And what's the name of their YouTube channel? Uh, Theme Park Brothers. The Theme Park Brothers on YouTube. Hello, welcome to the WDW Review, and I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined for show 200 by my co-host, Peter Panacorvo and Stacey Nyman. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Excellent. Good. Thank you. Guys, did you think we would make 200? Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, okay. Well, yeah, expand. Let, let me, Come, on. Come on, brother. That. All right. When we first got started, I wasn't sure. When we lost a third of the original show... I didn't think we'd get there. Once we gained the newest third of the show, I thought we had a chance. And then once the community that has built itself around the show started to pop up, then I knew we were going to get here. The community is awesome, isn't it? That's the only reason we're still here. The only reason. You're absolutely right. Well said, buddy. Stacy. what about you? What do you think? Um, I thought that definitely because I was a fan to start off with. So to me, I you know my brain wasn't thinking is this going to work? Is this going to work? I just was was riding the wave. So um, I'm just happy to be here. Come on now. So I, I got to be honest. Peter and I at about show three we were like I don't know. This is going to exactly. We don't know. Is anybody listening? And then when it became the Chris and Pete show, they were like, this will last another yeah, month. No one's going to listen to but us. People kept listening, so we were like, well, if they're going to keep listening. I guess we'll keep putting something out there. We're going to keep doing it then. Someone's listening. We've gotten really good at wasting an hour and a half of people's time a week. You hear that, people? Really good at wasting your time. See that? Um, But truth of the matter is, I I don't want to speak for Stacey and Pete, but I think on this matter I can. We are only here because of you guys. Every show says that. But How it, dare it, you speak for me in this case? Is this true, though, Pete, right? We are, oh, absolutely. We are only all that you would speak for me. That's right. I'm kidding. Well, let me speak for you on this matter. We are only okay. here because of you guys. So it, it, it's it's you that, that download the show, that comment, that give us reviews, that, that support us through, through Patreon, that support us through positive words. We're only here because of you guys. You know, I, I don't even know right now if, if, if we're any good. We, we don't know, but we know this much. We've got a community that has formed around the show and formed around us. And some of these people in the community, most of these people in the community are our best friends. So for everything that you've done for us, for supporting us. Some of us, them are made up email access and email accounts that i have put up so we can have some reviews absolutely i don't pete you can't say that out loud you can't say that all right don't tell anybody that last part it's a secret it'll be a secret (laughs) for everybody who has supported us if anybody has seen the final episode of big bang theory they'll recognize that line okay i didn't catch that i'm sorry guys that's okay thank you thank you for everybody who's 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 helped us to to get to this point anyways the way you guys describe it, though, it's like 200 is going to be an ending. It is not an ending. I can guarantee you there's way more in the hopper because I'm always thinking about show titles. Believe me, guys, if you're listening, you are getting off easy. Poor Peter and poor Stacy have to be on the receiving end of goofy texts from me at all times of the day, seven days a week, early in the a.m., late in the p.m. because of show ideas. So we're not going to run out of ideas. I promise you that. But... Stacy, you had an idea for today's show. What are we going to talk about today? Yeah, so um, today it's episode 200. Like you said, complete milestone, but not the ending. So we as a podcast are always looking for new ways to change and improve. But so 
are the Disney parks. So that's one of the best things about being a Disney fan is the ever changing parks. Well, I have to, sometimes it's not great. Sometimes but, is right. Um, but usually, but but usually we kind of adjust to those things. But sometimes these changes are phenomenal. So um, our listeners had the chance to become armchair executives or armchair Imagineers and and relay the changes that they thought would make Walt Disney World or Disneyland um, just that they can improve the customer experience in those parks. So the challenge was to come up with some changes that were big or small, but just give us something that um, they think would just improve their times in the parks. So we posted this on both the WW Review Facebook page and on Edcot and got some really unique answers and some, some good, everybody put on their thinking caps and gave us some great ideas. Hopefully Disney's listening and can help implement some of these changes. You never know. Oh, I'm sure somebody somewhere from Disney is listening. It could be a Disney store employee somewhere, but someone from Disney is listening. Absolutely. I guarantee it. All right. So, guys, how about if I start reading from the Dubs page, you guys start reading from Edcat, and I'll catch up to you. Is that is that cool? Yep. That's me. Good. All right. Stacey, you want to go first? Ladies first? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So, our first comment was from Jenny Bergeron. She said, I think I heard that they were going to do something with the old Tomorrowland track at Disneyland but I wish they would make that into something special or bring back the people mover. Mm, good point. So people, if you're waiting to hear us comment right now, we're just going to read these because there are so many we want to get in. We don't want to cut them short. So um, agreed. They could do so much right there, but uh, two words, rocket rods, bring it back. I know it'll work this time. <laughs> this time. Yes. <laughs> Peter, you're up next, buddy. Okay. So, Beef Jackson said that she thinks overall food needs to be improved and prices adjusted. $60 for a character buffet that the kids aren't even going to eat anyway. I think the food and beverage system needs an overhaul. Who, who read that, Pete? That was B. Our friend B. Thaxton. Never heard of her. What did she do? Um, <laughs> she Besides like, yell at me <laughs> right now. <laughs> yell at, yelling at, I can guarantee she's yelling at her computer right, right now. Probably because she can't get on Skype to yell at you in person. <laughs> oh, she'll and, message me. <laughs> yeah, no, that'll happen. Uh, I think she does like real estate or something like that. Like, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. She'll come up again in the show, I promise. But uh, I can guarantee it. Just joking, B. Just joking. All right. My buddy Tim. Tim Vanswell. On my most recent trip, it became clear to me just how badly lightning impacts things at Walt Disney World. This is a huge issue in the lightning capital of the world. The only forms of transportation that run are buses, the monorail, and the people mover. Many outdoor attractions shut down, too, which forces more people into fewer attractions, making wait times astronomical. Even the Indiana, Jun- in- Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular will not have performances. If I were a Disney executive, I would find ways to enclose more outside attractions, making them lightning safe. I would also explore putting people movers throughout all the parks to make transportation around the parks easier. Kind of like Walt envisioned for Epcot. Great point, Tim. Great point. Yeah, that'd be cool. And if you've ever been to Florida, yeah, lightning is like Peter. I mean, you have lightning pretty much every day, don't you? I mean, it's, it's, um, it's the norm. Look at it this way. I've been under an aerial flood watch for the last three days. Oh my gosh. Because it's just been raining so much lately. Crazy. It's nuts, yeah. Stacey, you're up. Michael Jones said, along with beef and I think food needs an overhaul. More healthy options and show the calorie count for all items. Oh, good point. Everyone's got to do that nowadays, right? Every fast yeah. food restaurant seems like does that now. So, But here's the problem. Everybody knows there are no calories in Disney World. Mm, so ze- so it's just going to be a bunch of zeros. Zeros. Zero. True. <laughs> that Dole Whip, zero. That exactly. turkey, turkey leg, zero. Okay, Peter, you're up. So John Kroll said that he would redo Pirates of the Caribbean to be just like the version in Shanghai Disneyland. said the version they have is a much better ride. It might be my favorite attraction ever. I'd add filtered water bottle fillers throughout all the parks. This would help reduce plastic bottle usage and reduce time for cast members getting people ice waters at the counter service restaurants. The water fountains they have in the parks take forever along those lines. I'd also like to see the resort mugs be refillable in the parks. 
The last thing he'd do is put a bubble over all of Disney and control the temperature so that every day is 85 and sunny with low humidity. John, you had uh, us. I'm all for you that. You had us. But it will never happen because I refuse to live in that particular construction area for the next 3,500 years. Yes. John, they are doing that with the water bottles, though. So, so absolutely, they are doing that. So, uh, oh, good, they are. Yeah, I've, 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 I've yeah, seen Yeah, there are some around. Yes. On the dubs page, Doc Schweitzer. Disney is missing out on two areas. A Coos Cotopia water theme pool at Coronado Springs. Boom, baby. Have you you guys uh, catched a reference from Coos Cotopia? Yeah. Awesome. Stacey, you catch a reference? I was hoping you weren't going to call me out there. I I know it's from a movie. Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. Okay. Emperor's New Groove. Got it. <laughs> Great. It, it, the theme is already there. You just got to just, just slightly tweak it. More you actually, you just got to put some characters in there. You just got to put Cusco there, right? That's pretty you much prompt. it. You, you, you have sure. to have fun. All right. More awesome than that would be a Phineas and Ferb Kids Park, where their inventions rides could live on forever. Start with the okay, roller whoa. coaster. That can't be a just kids park. Oh, gotcha. Well, so let's erase the word kids. Where the park, where their inventions and rides could live on forever. Start with the roller coaster. Good idea, Doc. Stace, you're up. All right. Katrina Lee said the water bottle fillers are a great idea. I also think food needs to be overhauled. While I love some of it, there are some things that just aren't worth what you pay. I definitely don't agree with 10-year-olds being considered adults. Carson is getting ready to turn 10, and there's no way that he can eat the same amount of food as an adult. Mm-hmm. I could see maybe 12 or 13, but not 10. I totally agree with this one. This has been my thing for forever. There's no way 10-year-olds should be considered adults with the food. It's just mm-hmm. not I've, okay. I've seen 10-year-olds eat more than some adults I know. Um, yes, but there, there, there are exceptions to the rules there, yeah. but... So I will. Okay, all my kids. I, I'll say this much: I got a seven-year-old that could eat as much as an adult right now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So Tim Van Swole's lovely wife, Amy Van Swole, chose a different a different avenue to to voice her opinion. Over on Edcott, she said, "Quick service places definitely need an overhaul." And I agree that the adult cutoff should be age twelve or thirteen, not ten. I just, of course, would wish for a weather bubble in jest, but more so forms of transportation that can run when it's storming. I, I see a, a pattern in this family here. Yeah, they must have had this discussion already at home. Hang on. So she's yeah. saying in jest. So literally, Tim tore the idea. She probably said, Tim, that's a crazy idea. So she had to give him a sideways shot with her. Is that what happened yeah. here? Amy. I, I, come on. Okay. I... I, I, I Spent a good hour and a half with them last time they were down, and I, yeah, she would. That would have. That was kind of like that out of the corner glance, like really, dude. But <laughs> anyway, she also says. Also, they need to get rid of the boxes used for photo pass opportunities and bring back the people. The boxes were awful, and I'm planning to write guest guest services about that. Um, I actually I saw somebody post earlier today. That it was supposed to be one of the magic shots of them holding the the big bouquet of balloons in front of the castle. Uh, the poor dude's got his hand up in the air and no balloons. He looks silly. <laughs> Amy Van Swole had one of those. Just too, airing out the old yeah. pits, huh? It's, Just airing out like, the pits. It, well, apparently those magic shots are not working out very well oh, yeah. with the boxes, like the automated photo box. They need to have a photo pass photographer there again. Okay, so I, I said yeah, we weren't going to. I haven't com- seen those boxes. I said we I, weren't going to yeah, comment. Here. I know you said we weren't going to comment, but I like, got a comment. I got a particular say one. We I think we should. We have to, and here's why: because when Walt made Disneyland, he realized how important that his his employees were, and you don't want to hide your employees or make them disappear. Put your well-trained employees in front of people. They're going to go and sell the park and create the environment. Don't replace them. Get your employees out in front of people. They help create the atmosphere. They help make it special. I don't get it. You know what? You have employees that dream of working for your company, and they carry your brand like nobody else, and let's get rid of them. So not snarky, not like we know better than Disney, but like Walt said how important it was to put good, trained people. They're your number one asset. What are you doing? You know, that's at least, you know, a get off my soapbox, but... 
Seriously, put your best employees in front of people. They'll work for you. But, they'll they'll do it well. I'm, I'm I'll throw my my last my my other two cents in on this. This is the philosophy difference in the modern Disney company versus Walt's Disney company. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the issue that a lot of people are starting to see. The modern Disney company is not Walt's company anymore. As much as we all want it to be, it's it's an unfortunate side effect of becoming as big as the company has become. It's seen as a business. It's not a family company like it was. You're right. And that's a shame. And I know this is not what we intended on this show to be today, but this is shame because customer service and and treating people well that's everybody's business and if it's not your business even though you're doing well right now companies do well and companies eventually suffer from things like that so i don't presume to know you know the budgetary reasons or 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 you know how much the you know obviously your 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 staff is your biggest expense and you know whatever in the golf course it's not actually it's a different issue but for goodness sakes they're going to be their best representatives and is customer service is treating you well is creating magic who creates magic a photographer or a computer with a box you know does that create magic for you obviously it's not because amy van swole is sitting there looking at an imaginary dragon and she's smiling at a giant brick wall with nothing in front of her so anyways that's just okay moving on let's go let's get let's get it done i'm sorry whose turn my turn yours i think it's your turn got me all mad got me all angry here anyways um Nick Wads, um, I'd build two more parks. One is too simple, perhaps. Then there would be more space, and things wouldn't be so tight. So as far as theming, I don't know. You all have to come up with that, I guess. Well, we actually Didn't have a... We do that? Didn't we do that during the, the billion-dollar Powerball show? We did, and Pete, you've been working on this fifth gate for a long time, so you got a fifth gate. We actually have to someday revisit Pete's fifth gate that we haven't talked about for quite some time. Yeah... I gotta find that notebook. You gotta find that notebook. <laughs> All right, Stace. All right, I get James Jamie. I'm Price. so glad you're reading this one because I am yes. not feeding Chris's ego with this. Like you're I gonna have to. Oh, wait, wait, what, what does he? What does he say? Tell me what he says. This is this is interesting. Hang on, I like yeah, to know. So he he would put Chris Malik in charge. I would love to visit Chris Malik World. The Chris <sighs> members would be the best. I can't wait to someday experience Chris Mountain. It's a Chris World. Chris Family Treehouse. The Hall of Chris's, living with the Chris, turtle talk with Chris. It's tough to be a Chris. Mission, Chris. Chris Ever After, Jungle Chris, Expedition Ever Chris, and so much more. Hashtag the christening continues. JJP, I guarantee this will be rewarded. (laughs) This will be rewarded. I've never heard such a great idea on this show before. This is a wonderful idea. If I could bestow you an honorary title, I'd like to make you the Sergeant at Arms of the WW Review podcast. So, so for this, and I and promise that, that that title comes with one responsibility: helping Chris to tilt his head left and right to get it through door frames Thank now. And it's your fault, JJP. <laughs> and I you. think that we just found the fifth gate right there. Oh, Yes. One stone. In so many freaking ways. Yes. This is it. Okay. Very good. Peter, you're up, buddy. Uh, hopefully, Tyler Lee has some. Please tell me it says Chris in there. Totally agree that a 10 year old should not be considered an adult. I would like to see more affordable room options for larger families. Food doesn't even need an overhaul at many locations with a larger variety for kids. Spoken like a true parent. Spoken like a true parent. I got gotcha. Lisa Yost. She just, in all caps, no resort parking fees. That's a tough one, Lisa. They rolled that one out. I don't think that one's ever coming back. It, I'd be I'd be hard-pressed <laughs> hard to think they're going to re- return that one to zero. It's just an accepted norm nowadays. If, if Ask anyone who's visited us in Chicago. You can't go downtown without paying a fee anywhere for every parking, for yeah. everything, everywhere. I, I don't think that one's coming back. That resort parking fee is going to stay. Uh, Stace, you're up. All right, you can so skip Lawrence? the next two, yeah. 
Well, there's a there's a comment in there, so I'm going to read Lauren Shanks' um, ideas within the ah, first. Okay, nope, I'm, you're, so I'm, said, you get good. I, I missed that. She was just in Galaxy's Edge too. She had a great picture in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I don't did. get to go to Wednesday. Really so she has five. So number one, a full redo of Tomorrowland to become more cohesive. Number two, expansion of the Muppet area at Hollywood Studios. Number three, a full Pixar park in Florida, but not Pixar Pier. Something actually well thought out. Number Ouch. four, return Figment to the original ride. Mm, yes. And number five, a college student discount. And, and everyone should know that Lauren is, is in college right now. <laughs> I would hope that would make sense, yeah. Okay, so let's, let's tackle those quickly. Uh, what's most likely to happen? Which one do you see is most reasonable to happen quickly? Um, Tomorrowland might be. Yeah, I think the the Tomorrowland is going to become more cohesive. Come on, put Figment back in. Figment's the main dude oh, yeah, over there. Right? Here's yeah. the thing: I don't, I don't know if that's yeah. ever going to happen. Though you don't think so? Well, the ride it, to the original ride. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I get you. They're they're not going to go backwards. Okay. They You're, may they may make it more like the original, but they'll we'll never get the original back. Okay. Peter, you're up, buddy. All right, so I can skip that one. I'm skipping that with some guy named Chris was trying to strong arm people into saying stuff. It's the Chicago uh, Chris, way. Different, uh, Chris Walker, different Chris. Love these Chris's. Just want you to know. Love these Chris's. Go ahead. Oh boy, I don't know if this this is going to be an interesting one. He said, "Tear down Pandora, yawn, and build Wakanda." I know, I know. Legally, they can't. Boom. I'm not sure that would go over well anyway. Chris, you, Chris. You're we, still looking at two and a half hour wait times for Flight of Passage. They ain't tearing nothing down yeah. over there. Chris, we got to talk to you about that then. That's a really interesting opinion, to tear down Pandora. Was it the movie? Was it the land? Or was it the attractions? Tell us why, because that's really an interesting one. Um, Bill Mitchell thinks you're kind of onto something. But he doesn't necessarily say tear down Pandora. He says replace Tomorrowland with Wakanda. Think of the ride possibilities. And you know, Bill, honestly, I don't know if I ever put the two and two together, but with the technological advancements of Wakanda, you might actually be onto something right there. That could be really good. So agreed with you almost in a way there, buddy. Stace. All right. So Sarah Maroney, um, we went on, we went on a universal trip for the first time this December. And I fully expected to constantly be measuring it against Disney and was coming up short. But actually, there were some things that we enjoyed at Universal more. The biggest was the lack of planning it required. It was so nice not to have to book dining reservations in advance and still get to eat easily where we wanted. And fast passes. We walked on every ride because we had unlimited extra express pass. That was truly wonderful. I know there's not a lot Disney can do except keep expanding to be able to get that to that point. But wow, it was nice. And I enjoyed planning. It's just with a young child having a fast pass for certain attractions can sometimes mean that we aren't just doing it because her patience and my patience for her impatience can't handle that long of a line. That said, we did Universal once and probably won't be back for a very long time. So Disney still has our hearts. Insane crowds and planning and all. That's why you need to go to Disneyland. <laughs> because it, Disneyland has all those things that you just said. Well, we're going to touch base on that later on, I think, too. Okay. Yeah. Peter. So Rob Madiri, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Rob. If I'm not, I sincerely apologize. Rob's in our uh, fantasy said, league, and I made the <clears throat> same mistake. That is good. You're good. Was, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, good for me. All right. Uh, he said, I would add water bottle filling stations throughout the resorts and parks, which they're working on. I would also increase the adult, quote-unquote, ticketing age to 16. That ain't going to happen. Uh, I would add a photo pass pick to Big Thunder Mountain. He said, I would refine the mobile ordering process to include a better lineup system to so people are not just jammed into the pickup lines. Potentially, I would add a cast member to help better direct traffic or have a designated waiting area away from the rest of the lines. Hmm. He would also increase the frequency of buses in some areas of the resort. Potentially add an option to purchase fast passes or otherwise review the fast pass process to look for opportunities to 
decrease wait times, and level the playing field. Maybe add an option for additional passes for AP or DVC members. I am all for that last part. Rob, you I did, am both of those. You did good, Rob. Said, Absolutely here. These are really then, good ideas. Said, and my last biggest change, I would hire me as the project manager. You lost me. Uh, <laughs> you did, Rob, you did good. Those are really good ideas. Um, yeah, I agree. The the old option to purchase fast passes, you know what they, I mean, the max pass in California, you have to upgrade. You can still get the, the fast pass. It's a digital fast pass now, but the max pass you got to pay for, and they have an AP version for the season. So are you referring to something like that? It, that could work. And that might be a great incentive. Want to buy the AP? Want to spend seven hundred bucks, or become a DVC member? When you come, we're going to give you an extra fast pass. You know that that's that's pretty good incentive. Uh, Matt Pipsar, not a whole lot of change for me, honestly. Turn the AC on in Florida; it's super hot. Uh, add bus transportation from resort to resort. Going to the T. Uh, uh, okay, so he says TCC, but 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 the, the um, TTC. We we know what he means. Yes, the TTC. Or a monorail depot kills so much of your time. More of a Florida road thing, but have highway lanes designated for buses. Which they have on property. They do buy the springs. They, yep. do, they do buy the springs. We spent so much time sitting in traffic to get to the Magic Kingdom, it was crazy. I like the idea of buses from resort to resort. Because I'm a resort hopper. I love doing the navigation. I love eating there. But I hate the idea, okay, i got to take Saratoga to the springs then i gotta wait then i gotta board the yacht club and take yacht club all the way over you're right that's a good that's a great idea you could always use your feet too i guess we could do that stacy all right so bill mitchell said it's boring but i would upgrade their it infrastructure oh, and then he got a lot bless of you sir that one <laughs> yep it got an amen a hallelujah amen um and lots of bits from your mouth to God's ears. Like <laughs> yep, exactly. And um, James Jamie Price said, "Good luck with that. That's a disaster." Yeah, I think that maybe they need to do something with their IT <laughs> infrastructure. Peter. Uh, so Michael Johnson said, "I think the Tomorrowland Speedway needs to be replaced." Couldn't agree more. Even after recent change because of the Trine Light Cycle Coaster, it is still a huge footprint that is taking up a lot of space. If it isn't going to be replaced, at least retheme it to a Cars theme or Wreck-It Ralph. Most of Tomorrowland could be overhauled, honestly. I agree that bottle-filling stations would be great. Um, did, can anybody else not believe that they didn't upgrade the cars in there, at least, when they yeah. had the track down? They have the same putrid-smelling, just nasty spewing cars that they've always had. Like, that was the time to, to put new cars in and make them electric or hybrid well, or something. Well, maybe they're just buying their time for something else until it gets his day in the sun. That's all I could hope. Yeah, Na- maybe. Natalie Engel. Natalie, great point here. Getting rid of the automated photo pass boxes. I don't understand why they're doing that. Uh, agreed. That's the second vote for that. Rewind and listen. Absolutely. Stace. All right. Scott Gerke said, I would cut out the whole welcome home greeting. If I'm home, why aren't you giving me the Florida resident discount? Uh, I'll see what he's doing there. I have an idea to turn selected guests into secret shoppers by giving them a 5 to $10 gift card at the end of the day for answering a custom-made survey based on where their Magic Band RFID chip was detected throughout the park. But that's too big brotherish for me. That's what he said. That's not what I said. Mm-hmm. My real idea. If your magic band can be picked up without scanning, example, attraction pictures, I think that the text should be able to be expanded to resort parking gates and resort bedrooms. It would be nice to keep your hand inside dur- inside the car during the storm. It would be also nice to just open my room resort room door without scanning. To prevent theft, there could be a plate in or on the door blocking detection of any magic band inside the room. You know, Scott. Don't they already? I can't. I can't disagree with you on that. You have to put the magic band up to the door, though, Stacy. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of the phone. Never mind. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. That technology exists. They just they haven't implemented it there for safety reasons. Not sure, but agreed. Good idea, buddy. So Matt Pipser again came in and said, "Magic bands should be able to keep a kid's height on it." Measure them at the beginning, and when the magic band is scanned at a ride, it will let them on or not. That is actually a great idea. Mm -hmm. 
the problem is you don't necessarily have to scan in for every ride oh that's true unless it's a fast pass then you have to scan in all also think about the the backup of people not figuring out how to scan in at the, the turnstiles Matt, the only thing I could think there, too, as a parent, and we've seen stories like this on the internet, where the kid goes on a ride and he gets hurt because his dad decided to stuff his shoes full of, like, eight pairs of socks. And that's just simply from a goofy parent. Now, in a magic band, you can just take those off and switch those out. You know, that'd yeah, be, be the only true. safety issue. You bring a 38-inch person onto a 40-inch ride, yikes. You know, and even though the magic band scanned it and said, yeah, you're good, it's 41 that's a lot of liability. So, okay, you guys have a seat here. Can I uh, can I read Jesus Crespo's to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a drink and everything. Have so a seat. Get a drink. Relax. It'll take your shoe off. All right, you're good, Pete. Here we go. Number- yeah, I'm gonna use the bathroom. Let me know. All right, number one. All workers receive enough hours to get benefits of full time employment. It's a lot easier to be magical toward guests when you're not constantly worried about your bills and health insurance. Great point, Jesus. Number two. Electric Tomorrowland Speedway because, come on, why is it still gas? Hurry up, Elon Musk, get on that. Number three, the resort refill cups now have refills available to parks. Number four, increase the hype around all the non-rides and non-shows in the parks. If people knew about the various scavenger hunts and activities, they would spend some time doing those and less time in in lines for the rides. Number five, Increase the hype for certain snack food carts. Tokyo Disney Sea has a specific food cart that has three plus hour wait every day because it has so much built around it. Lines become emptier. Number six, create a dedicated pavilion with private capsule cubby room where people can nap for an hour or two without having returned to the hotel charge a pretty penny for the convenience well they did try that around the magic kingdom with the cabanas do you remember that yeah those went over like a weird oh that was ill-conceived it was like a brick in the ocean that's right number seven everyone with an electric wheelchair or scooter must pass a safety course including demonstrating they can parallel park in their designated space on a bus this streams like bus transport and ensures guests in motorized vehicle Motorized assist vehicles aren't recklessly crashing into people's ankles. If you fail to take the required safety course, there is an incident you may be asked to leave. Okay. Single rider lines for everything, which fills the rides to capacity when possible. The only thing I'm wondering here, Jesus, is number seven. So, I get it. The only problem is... If you're down in Florida, I know Amy makes a comment later on. That just is what it is. It's, it's it's the same thing with strollers. People are relentless and brutal with their kid strollers, and they'll just ram those things right into you. Why do I know that? Because I used to be the guy. I used to be the dude with the double stroller just pushing down Main Street. But like, if you don't have an electric scooter to practice at your house... Yeah, it's tough to get the hang of those things. So yeah, it can be. That's that's a tough one. And and like Amy, so Amy makes a comment. So uh, hang on one second. I want to read Amy's comment here. Um, I'm with you on most, except the last one. I can drive one safely. I need to, but I can't parallel park that thing to save my life on a bus. So yeah, I imagine that'd be hard. But hey, so some great ideas there, especially the workers with the benefits. Let's go back to the PhotoPass thing, dudes. They're your best employees. They're your connection mm-hmm. to the public. With the money the company makes, you have to pay people a living wage. They have to work for you and then not worry where they're going to eat. When's their rent going to be paid? They, they have to be able to do that. And health benefits are so important. So I couldn't agree more. And it's not like uh, they're getting there. It needs to be there. It, it, it already needs to be there. So, Whose house did Santa just show up at? Yeah, I hear Santa. Oh, that's, it's my, a cat. that's Figment, my kitty cat. It's a cat. <laughs> but it's his, it's his Mickey Mouse collar, so it's, it's thematic to the show. So Excellent. You're up, Stace. <laughs> All right. So Angie Weaver West said, I've been racking my brain and I keep circling back to the same thing. How about a payment plan for APs if you're not a Florida resident? Our original plan this year was to upgrade our passes to APs. Then we had the Monstro price hike and I'm back to 
a I'm back to an AP being a pipe dream. Hmm. There's a lot of agreements on that. Yeah, I, I agree. And Matt, Matt Pipsar comments that Six Flags has a payment plan. It makes it so much easier. We're on the Six Flags payment plan and agree. It's it's you know it's it's so much easier to pay monthly than it is all at one time. Mm-hmm. I wonder what their reasons are for not doing that. Yeah, Peter. Okay, so Jennifer Blometti said, having grown up in Florida and having gone to Disney a lot, I miss being able to just go to the parks without having to micromanage my entire day months in advance. I have no solution to this, and it's not going to change, but that's what I want. Said, and then I'd like to be able to use my magic band for purchases, even if I'm not staying at a Disney resort. There has to be some way to do this without being tied to billing at the resort. Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios also need to revamp their food, both quick service and sit-down meals. There's a great variety at Epcot because of the countries and the food festivals, but we've been leaving the parks for dinner to go to one of to go to one of the resorts or Disney Springs because we like to have one nice meal each day where we can just sit down and relax. Uh, just got a couple of people after that that agree, um, and I would it be one of those people as well i mean even living here i rarely eat in the parks mm-hmm. i end up at a resort or disney springs if i'm going to eat on disney property more than i eat in the resorts okay well let's pass by the comments because that's going to come up later on too and we'll, we'll we'll touch base then christy bulo uh not directly related to the customer but i definitely changed the employee discount and salary increasing both Customer experience-wise, I'd add another dinner show or two, maybe a Star Wars-themed or fairy tale themed add a few dance nightclub options to Disney Springs because I miss those, bring back the Adventurers Club as soon as possible, automatic monthly payment options for all annual passes. Probably more, but now I have to get back to work. So thank you for taking time away from work, Christy. Uh, the employee discount and salary. Do you guys know, what is the current employee discount? You know what that I is? don't know. Okay. Someone let us know. Be uh, Christy, someone let us know what the current employee I do is. know that they they do have access to buy things that the general public doesn't as well, though. Okay. At a significant discount. I think it's like 70 to 80% off. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stace. All right. Cassandra Callahan said, Disney food calories should not count. No, seriously, I wish there was a way to manage the crowds better while still giving everyone the opportunity to still visit and bring their family. So some crowd management. Yep, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, Tamara Speedle? Who is that? It's pronounced Speedle. You're right, right, Pete. Speedle? All right, so (laughs) Tam Tam Speedle. Stop overselling the availability of the hard ticket events. They are getting too crowded. Does that count, Chris? Oh, read further. So apparently, Pete. you called her out yeah, uh, earlier, yeah, yeah. and she, she was not happy about that. Yeah, read further. Go ahead. Keep on going. Uh, somebody named Chris Malik said, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And then Tamara said, Chris Malik, and also they should add a car dealership. What? <laughs> she what? must have been drinking. That... <laughs> um, I wasn't going there. And then... That's a- Malik responded with, when Bob Iger calls and asks if I'll spearhead the new vehicle initiative, I will tell him, Roberto, it's a nice offer and I'm touched, but I will only agree if my confidant and close personal friend Pete Panacorvo comes with. <laughs> it's a two-for-one deal or nothing at all, Bobby I. This is I. not what it what? says. This is not what it says. <laughs> <laughs> you are changing it. <laughs> All right. I changed nothing. I've read. I've read straight from the screen. Verbatim. Okay. I don't know what that means, but sure. Thank- I do know what that means. I'm not. Thank you, Miss Speedle. We appreciate those words, right, Pete? <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Okay. Your kind words are touching. Jessica, February. I'd like to see more roaming characters at the parks and the resorts. Our last Roman day. Characters? Oh, yes. Do they have a lot of Italian characters? Well, Do they have any Italian characters? Apparently, Daisy oh, and Donald are Italian. Our last day, Daisy and Donald were just roaming about the boardwalk lobby. It was so cute. In all seriousness, I love this idea. Roaming. Roaming. I'm Chicago. Roman character. I'm from Chicago. I don't use the words appropriately. That. You know that. You're in Florida now, so you've <laughs> forgotten that we don't have to pronounce or say these things correctly. But that's a great idea. Get them at every resort. 
get them at a lot of meals. It's a wonderful idea. So like when I go there, I don't always go to the park. Sometimes we just resort hop. We go to the pool. What better way than have the kids involved? Stacy, they were at the Grand Californian pool, weren't they? Yeah, that was so fun. Pluto came and did the whole pool party. Or not, not the whole thing, but a good portion of it. Played games with the kids, and it was just really relaxed and um, and fun. Cool. You're up next. All right, so Chris Young said, Since the sky is the limit, further expansion of transportation. Use Skyliners to get from all resorts to hubs, with monorails taking guests to each park. Yep, if sky's the limit, yeah, make the, expand that all. <laughs> well, you, you missed the last part of that. Could anyone be against that? And oh. I happen to know that B. Thaxton would be against that because she, oh, yeah. she refuses she to, to eat. She won't even look at the Skyliners as a, an option. <laughs> it's true. Well, she could ride the monorails then. Pete, you're up again. Okay. Um, so we just oh, you got that just lady again. Tammy Speedle again. What is wow. she doing? I apparently she doesn't. She's do a stalker. Much in the summer. She's just okay. I, I don't think she she works in the summer or something. She just sat and did nothing to do but answer this. She might not have a job. Um, I don't know. Said, I'm not sure if someone already mentioned this, but what about adding a direct train light rail from MCO to Walt Disney World? Um, that's supposed to be in the works. Uh, it's years out yet, though. Who, who's the company? Is it is it Virgin Atlantic? Who's the company? It, it, it is. It's well. The original company that was doing it got purchased by Virgin Atlantic, and Virgin Atlantic has said that is still on their uh, sheet of things that will be done on that project. I think they're they were thinking of. Mm, I think they were asking me to come on board with that vehicle initiative program, and I was going to spearhead that too with my. Oh. So yeah, that's we're still working yeah. on that. All right. So it's a Chris company. It yeah. is. It is. Last that's- but dead in the water then last but not least rick forbes raise the age of adult dining to 13 more water bottle fillers with filters to remove the green flavor the green flavor what chlorine is white bro green green. flavor i hope the skyliner is a success and is expanded pay the cms more build me a small apartment above main street Oh, look at Mr. Forbes thinking he's Mr. Disney now. Mr. Disney over there with, with the green street. water. All right. Rick, we know what you mean about the uh, the odd-tasting water. So good idea there. That water bottle filter filler thing idea is, is, is a great idea. Everyone's got them anyways. You're all bringing your turvises anyways. So why not use it, right? It's a great idea. Yep. What about you guys? Uh, let's wrap this up. What are some ideas you would have? Or give me one, Stacy, Pete. Give me a good idea that you would have to change something that would improve the guest experience um all of the above <laughs> now i'm on the spot here. can i, I put you on this do you want me do you want me to go first and explain mine I, I, I can give you one right right off the bat let's do it brother go for it you know what i i know they have like shades of green for the military hang on Pete, uh, just so you know right uh, families to utilize hang on peter stacy right now is frantically searching notes to come up yeah, with her ideas she's like i know i'm like what, the heck <laughs> what am i gonna say what am i gonna say <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not saying build an entire resort but how about a discount for our first responders and our military love it police fire ems our military the people that that need somewhere to go and relax the most, I think they they should get a little bit of a break and and not even because I would get that because down here I'm not licensed in Florida yet, so I wouldn't I wouldn't get that. But for the families that are coming down, you know, New York or Chicago or wherever they happen to be, you know, I think that would be a really nice gesture from the company shades of green periodically does offer like a four park ticket and they do it really discounted but as a standard discount you're saying and expanded to to first responders correct yeah good call good call agreed completely absolutely here's my idea i don't want to blow up the magic band system and because of my vacation habits but i love the way that disneyland uses their max pass so, Stacy, you could you could help me with this argument too as well. There's no planning. 
you know, you know, months in advance. There's no trying to set your days up and, and make your dining reservations only to have that day be a nightmare and rain and like you off the plan. The Max Pass works with legitimate reservations on the day of when you enter the park. Is that right, Stace? Yeah. And it's amazing. And and, and what do you think? Well, well, they have all those people that live in Florida. How would the annual pass holders use it? You don't think they have that problem in California where it's in neighborhoods that people are coming from? Um, they figure that out. I know it's not the vacation capital of the world like Florida, but they're just behind Walt Disney World. They're not obviously past the Magic Kingdom, but their numbers are significant. It's a great idea. And yeah, it, it, it works to my vacation ideas where I don't want to make reservations out you know six months in advance or 180 days and and 60 days and 30 days and double check and double check but it's it's wonderful you go to the park you bought your max pass you can buy it by day for 15 bucks you buy it by year if you're an ap holder 75 bucks or something along those lines you enter the park you got the app up where do you want to go today let's get our mat our fast passes you're good to go so there's no stress on any one given day, you have the same chance as anybody else. I love the idea. Yeah, that's a good one. Stace, what about you? All right, so I this is not very well thought thought out, thought out as well. Okay, you could tell I'm really nervous because I can't speak. If you say water bottles right now, we're <laughs> we're stopping. <laughs> we're stopping right now. I think that they should lower the erase the age of the children. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I really loved when we went for our honeymoon over the millennium how they had the world village at Epcot with all the different it was like a pavilion and I it's my memory is super hazy as to where it was located and things like that but it was um, like a little village with a bunch of different countries and cultures represented that weren't in the specific areas of the world showcase but I can just remember thinking it was super cool to go through there and just to kind of have like a little miniature version of the world showcase um with just you know just kind of you can the the range of education and um you know culture that you can get just in small amounts would be it would be great to kind of see more of that more of like small little exhibits throughout the world showcase um and just add some more countries in there there's there's space to to do something like that so i'd love to see that expanded a little bit more too okay Guys, before we end this show, do you mind if I get on my soapbox here and monologue for one second, like Syndrome from The Incredibles? Do you mind if I do that? Yes, but can you do it as an animatronic? We Evil monologue away. As, like... <laughs> well, it's it's not... Here's what I want to do with this. So, you know, I mentioned earlier how we are only here from the support of our friends, which is true. We got 200 shows in the hopper. Actually, by our count, it's actually it's, it's 204, but some of those shows were numbered. We are here and we're not protective of our brand by that i mean we are not the kind of show or group that is like hey don't mention your business don't mention your show we have never been like that a rising tide raises all boats we've always believed that so we support everybody so we have had people that have sponsored the show with money we have had people that have sponsored the show with their support with their public support with their gestures towards us and we are ever so grateful so I compiled a list today, and I am incredibly intimidated to read this list to you because I know in my heart of hearts I've left somebody out. And even though I've spent hours trying to make sure I compiled everybody, I've got a bunch of people here I want to thank. Is that cool with you? Can I do this? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So in no particular order, I want to read some names off, and I want to give credit to people that have done stuff. And it's not part of our lineage. We don't have lineage. It's not part of our tree. We are just part of the community, and these people have been so supportive of us. We just want to make sure we thank them. So first and foremost, I do want to actually give special credit to my buddy Michael Black. Michael has been a friend of ours from the beginning and the work he's done behind the scenes in both helping us with our logos with support and you know honestly becoming just about my closest friend you know with theme park brothers on his youtube channel i want to thank michael uh with mark eddington with things i love.co um and even the wells family adventures with vicky and aunt wells with their uh, their adventures to to frankly to walt disney world from england 
As far as podcasts go, Monica Pinto with the Mouse in Our House podcast, uh, the Rickster, Rick Forbes with his his Magic in Our Hills blog and Monorail Tales podcast, uh, Chad Pennycuff with My DVC Points. So I remember when Chad was just starting us off and we were talking about things, and, and Chad's a superstar. I mean, his show has taken off, and I, I love him for it. Chris Salata. Uh, and Danny with the Behind the Ears podcast, and Chris has been a friend. And even Kurt Stone with Geekin' on WW has been a supporter of our show. Uh, as far as authors, Kristen Walbezer with her stories from Magic Kingdom and the stories of Princess Audrey. Uh, my buddy Dan Cisneros with Tale of the Tape, Volume 1 and Volume 2. Matt Tales, Dan's a great guy. Uh, Chris Smith, who was on with just recently, and he's got another show coming up real soon uh, with some great Disney history. Jim Corcus, we couldn't forget Jim Corcus. Uh, Jimmy Robbins is a blogger with WW Fan Zone. As far as shopping goes, as far as things you can buy, so bear with me here. So the Lemon Sisters, Leanne and Mandy, uh, they make amazing candles. So see them if you have any candle needs or, or things for Christmas. Uh, our friend, uh, we play with you, Tamara Spidell, who is just about one of the one of the nicest people I've ever met. Tamara spied out with Magical Mara Design. Oh, that's that's Tammy Speedle? Speedle, yes, Miss Speedle. Oh. With Magical okay. Mara Design. Uh, so we're going to go with this here. And, and, and we support both of these people because they're both wonderful people. But Scott Ferrioli at DVC-Rental and buy and sell DVC. And DVC-Rental has got a YouTube channel as well, too, which has got great footage. Scott's photographer is Ty Gearing, and he does amazing work. And we joked earlier, but B. Thaxton uh, with the DVCshop.com, and they are DVC companies, but both people are wonderful people, and I couldn't be, I couldn't be more proud and honored to call them friends, and I think you guys both feel the same way. Christy Bulo has a blog called Bullet Points, and Tony Passero with his amazing artwork, and he's a world-famous muralist, and he's doing art. So, Tony, we love watching everything that you put up. Christina Black with Enchanted Rose Photography. Beth Brooks with Brooks Craft Creations. Look how many people we know that, like, have awesome things. Like, we are the least, least, like, talented people on this list by far. And then travel agents. So Speak I've got- for yourself. <laughs> I, I do. I, kind of mean. I do. I am. I am by far the least talented that was a person. Rude. Uh, so we are definitely the least talented people on this list. Amy Van Swole at Magical Journeys. Amy's a travel agent, and she's she's awesome. Jesse Fouts, who's in Chicago right now as we speak, and I'm hoping to meet him on Tuesday for uh, just a quick meetup before he flies back. Marvelous Mouse Travel. Julie Banwart at Magic for Less Travel. Pete, remember the days we used to be sponsored by Magic for Less Travel? Yeah, the, that was a long time ago. Back in the beginning. Angie Weaver West with Magical Enchanted Vacations. <clears throat> and just briefly, got one more. I want to talk about Greg Nevis. Greg is the artist responsible for the Edcott logo. Greg's sort of taking a sabbatical away from his his amazing digital art, but when he comes back to the community in full, uh, we are certainly going to welcome him with open arms. If we've missed you guys, I do apologize. Oh, I got two more. Uh, I got... I got uh, Magical Ears Mercantile with Susan Brass, and Susan Brass is a longtime resort loop person. And uh, Jesus added his friend Steph, and she has an Etsy shop called Limitless, and she makes some pretty cool Disney stuff too as well on Etsy. So if you need anything from anybody, please, these people are all amazing people, and they've given us time and effort and wanted nothing in return. They are a true representative of the Disney community and we are so grateful that you guys are our friends and support us. So did I forget anybody? Anybody? Stacy, Pete? I, no, I don't think so. If I did, I am so so sorry. I do apologize. I try to make a comprehensive list. So anyways, anything in closing guys before we leave here on number two hundred? Uh, just like to thank you guys for yeah. keeping this going. You especially Chris, I know you put in a ton of work every week. Absolutely. Um, and I know I don't put in nearly as much work as you, so thank you very much for yes, keeping yeah, the show going. Chris. Get out. You guys and are the eye Stacey, candy. thank you for coming on and helping us make the show a little more well-rounded. Because I think when it was just me and Chris, it was... Burping, farting, <laughs> scratching. Not bad, but it was a little Scratching. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you guys are both amazing. Thank you so much. You ain't getting off that easy, Stacey Nyman. 
You got a task. You got a task you have to accomplish on this show, right? We got. Am I being hazed? No, no. (laughs) We have some awesome reviews. Oh, that's right. Yes, our iTunes. (laughs) There is no hazing on this show, Stacey Diamond. (laughs) At least not on air. (laughs) Chug, 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 chug. What do you think? We'll cop to at least. (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah. So, um, a few months ago, we kind of put out a plea for everybody to give us some iTunes reviews. We got a few. We got a few more. That we already had, um, and so we're, I'm going to read the most recent ones, and then everybody's name who's left us a review will go into a, a hat, and then we'll pull out, or uh, it's not really a hat, but we'll choose a name randomly from that list to get a little prize. So, um, nope, you said it. Now are, you got to get a hat, Stacy. You have to get a hat now and put the names. I will get a hat. Okay, I will. I hope it's a cowboy hat. <laughs> it might be. It might be an astronaut helmet. Who knows? So, um, so here are the most recent ones, and some of these names are easy to kind of figure out who they are. Others, I don't know. So I'm just going to kind of read the, just the usernames. So this one's from um, Sros S R O S twenty two. It says, "Such a fun podcast with a fresh take on everything, full of positivity. Love you guys." The next one is from John Kroll. That one was easy to figure out who it was from. The hosts are very entertaining. The variety of topics keeps the show separated from a lot of the other Disney podcasts. Fun topics and focus on the positives of our favorite vacation spot. Beyond the show, the Edcott, the Edcott Facebook community created by these folks provides a great place to talk to other Disney folks. Now, here's my problem. I took a, a screenshot of these, and there's more beyond this, but I can't get to it. So I'm just going to stop it there. You can go on iTunes and read the rest of this amazing review. So, um, sorry about that. So, the next one is from Rob Hall, and he said, Love the Dub Review podcast. It's an informative, entertaining, and always funny. The hosts and all their guests have passion for the Disney, and it comes through in their shows. I also appreciate how the podcast tries to be honest without an over without being overly critical and snarky. I look forward to I look forward to each new episode. And then we have from this is a real easy one to figure out marcus allen eddington is the username this podcast is one of the absolute best disney podcasts out there the hosts and many guest co-hosts really do an incredible job of taking all things talking all things disney and a few other things as well all while keeping it positive after all that's what disney was about and they do a great job of embodying the spirit of Walt. then we have steve witz this show is just awesome every episode is different and learn new things all the time all the hosts and guests are great chris makes me laugh every episode all the hosts make you feel like they're your best friends in the first episode i listened to that's very very sweet um then we have panther moose the ww review is unique among the disney podcasts and that you can't help but get pulled into their friendly family feeling i look forward to each episode because it feels like a big wookie hug I love these people so much. Big Wookiee hug could um, only be one person. Just yeah, so you that's got to be Amy. That's Tim. That's Big Tim. All right, and then we have Tug 200. The hosts seem to be great friends, and the show makes you feel like you're part of their circle of friends. Lots of information and news, along with their honest opinions on Disney stuff. And then finally, we have Heart Tech 68. I've really enjoyed this podcast. It's a great mix of information, trip experience, and fun Disney discussion. These are some great reviews, and I especially love the fact that so many of them talk about how it feels like being with friends, and you know that's the whole point of doing this is to just build this community and to to just kind of always have your friends nearby. So that those those are great. Do we have the best sound quality? No. Do we have? Do we do a lot of things that are probably incorrect? Yes. Do we mispronounce words? Yes. Do we have do a we good make up words? Yes. Yes. Do we have a good time? Do we absolutely? Do we start good fun conversations and hopefully make you smile? Hopefully yes. And that's our goal. So, that being said, for my friend Stacy, for my friend Peter, we can't thank you enough for listening. Have a great day. See everybody. Bye everyone.
Hi everybody, this is Chris. You're listening to the WW Review. This is show 200. Really excited to be here today. Uh, yeah, want to introduce my co-hosts. Another one, Peter Panacorvo. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm. You're here. In pain. I'm here. All right, Stacy. How are you? Trying to enjoy my Sunday. You know? I just don't even want to do Bugging this me. right now. I just oh, I know. Do we have to? Road trip. Kids are whining. Do we still. Uh, is anybody listening anymore? Like, no, I don't do, even know. Uh, should we continue this? Rick Forbes listens. We should do it for him. Oh gosh, oh, JGP God. listens too. JGP. We should probably. All right, for those Forbes doesn't Forbes have his own show to deal with he, and worry about? He, Why is he gonna bug us with our always something? I don't know. And you know what? To occasionally, uh, like, I'll talk to Michael or Tamra and they'll listen. But like, I don't know. I think we're on the outs. That's it. I, I think we have to. We just have to keep forcing them. You know, it, it feels like we're always forcing them, and it's, yes. oh, it's just. Constant. Because police told me if I carry firearm into someone's home and make them listen again, they're going to arrest me. Mediocrity. Oh, I can't keep doing this. this. Force people to listen by mediocrity. I love money it. Good. Good. To get you out of jail again. Right, I mean, wait. Patreon isn't bringing that much in. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> all right. Wait a minute. This is two hundred, right? We nobody's going to listen to this anyway. <laughs> Let's do it for us. You got it. We're gonna. We're gonna let's make it. Let's make it fun for us. We'll have to heck with everybody else. We'll have to little put a little hot sauce on it, right, Pete? A lot of hot sauce. A lot of hot sauce. <laughs> All right. Let's. Let's, All right, do, let's do this for real now. Let's do it. Let's get our game faces on. You ready right, to go? All right. Got it. Got it. We can, we can All right. Game faces. Let's do it. Ready. Ready. <sighs> okay. Here, here we go. Let's okay. do it. Okay.